It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. The Locked On MLB Fantasy Minute is presented by Prize Picks. Prize Picks is the most fun I've had playing daily fantasy baseball and winning up to 25 times my money. Download the app today and use the code Locked On MLB for a first deposit match up to $100. Exploring my skills on Prize Picks this season adds an extra layer of excitement to daily fantasy sports. With just a few taps, you can transform $10 into $1,000 if you've got the skills. Prize Picks is incredibly user friendly. I can make my selections and submit my entry in less than 60 seconds. As the host of Locked On Fantasy Baseball, here are some rock solid picks. Opt for Shohei Otani to have less than 38.5 home runs this season. Opt for Bobby Miller to have higher than 150.5 strikeouts this season. And for Bryce Harper to have higher than 97.5 ribbies this season. Download the app today and use the code LOCKEDONMLB for first deposit match up to $100. Again, download the app today. Use the code LOCKEDONMLB for first deposit match up to $100. Pick more, pick less. It's that easy. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match with Indeed. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. Just go to Indeed.com slash podcast right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire. You need Indeed. Welcome to the Lockdown Minnesota Twins podcast. Today is Friday, April 3rd, and I'm your gracious host, Nash Walker. Today is uh, my pre-birthday party on the podcast today. My birthday is tomorrow, April 4th. I will be 20 years old, uh, and I'm excited for that. So, you know, in this weird time of quarantine, I won't be outside partying, I promise, but, uh, you know, might uh, celebrate here, have a steak with my dad, and uh, just enjoy it, so... Uh, I'm happy to be joining you today. Thank you for listening to the podcast. We've had guests all week. We had Ted Schwarzler on Wednesday, Matthew Taylor yesterday, Cooper Carlson on Tuesday. I might be mixing up the days, but uh, we had all three of them. They're all here on the archive on Megaphone as well as on Apple Podcasts and on Spotify, so go give those a listen. They all vary. I'm not asking the same questions. I do start with how things have been going for these guys and their families in this weird time um, just to check in, but then, you know, these are different topics. Yesterday, I talked to Matt about some of his latest articles, the Bomba Belt article on Twins Daily. I talked to Ted more so about, um, you know, the Twins and how they're really set up to succeed in 2020 a suspended season or a canceled season really hurts them we kind of talked about the scope of different teams how it impacts different teams around the league as well as Joe Maurer we talked about his Hall of Fame case and then with Cooper just kind of a wide scope we talked about his expansion era question if you were to keep five twins in an expansion era including prospects who would you keep he gave his five I gave uh, one of my five, I think, and, and argued for them. They're all kind of the same. I mean, we, we go back to the same bank of players, the guys that are that are locked up for a few years here, five years, and Max Kepler, six, and Jorge Polanco. So uh, go listen to that. Really good guests, all Twins Daily guys and, and good guys indeed. And today I want to talk about my article that's posting tonight on Twins Daily. Give that a read tonight at 9. I'm going to kind of go over what it is now. Uh, and just kind of the excitement that I had while writing this article. So the topic of the article or the headline is tw- the Twins' top outfield prospects shine in shortened spring. So 
If you're not aware, the Twins' top two outfielding prospects, and I do want to dive deeper into the system, and I will because it's fascinating, and and it is exciting for a Twins team uh, that has such a great system. I want to dive into that more so in the upcoming weeks, but just at the top of the system, I think is exciting enough to have multiple weeks of shows to talk about these guys because I think they're really exciting with high upside, high floors, and just a really bright future for the Minnesota Twins organization. So let's look at the two outfield prospects who just showed up in spring and and raked. Um, the Twins, you know, generally are looked at as a team with incredible outfield depth. They have Max Kepler, one of the best right fielders in baseball, third best defensive right fielder, two only Aaron Judge and Mookie Betts. Uh, great with the bat, 36 homers, I think it was last year. He was on his way to 40 before the shoulder injury. Uh, you know, hit leadoff for the Twins all year and was arguably their MVP, Twins Daily. Said he was the MVP or voted him as MVP on a 101-win division-winning club. Byron Buxton, premier defender and center when he's healthy. And then Eddie Rosario, he, he was down down year last year, but he's been a borderline all-star for four of his five seasons in Minnesota Sands last year. Also, Jake Cave off the bench has an OPS plus of 111 in 163 big league games. Slugging percentage 466, nothing to scoff at there. He's an above-average hitter. And by a decent margin, 11% above league average. The Twins just have impressive options before you even look at the talent in the minors. And it doesn't seem like they care about drafting players. And, you know, maybe I'm not going, you know, as recent with some of their draft picks. But it's, see, they've just picked Matt Walner from Forest Lake, and he was a later round pick. But they, they don't mind loading up on depth in certain areas because they know that they can expend some of that talent to, to strengthen other areas via trade. So. They get Alex Kirilov in 2016, uh, Trevor Larnick in 2018. They have become the top two outfield prospects in the system. Let's look at Alex Kirilov first because he's ranked as the number 10 prospect heading into the 2019 season, has dropped some heading into 2020 because of his injury-plagued year. He struggled you know, with that wrist injury for most of the summer, still mashed righties, just destroyed Destroyed righties, even with the wrist. Hit 302 with an 816 OPS, but struggled to hit lefties. And he actually hit lefties better than righties in his breakout 2018 season. He hit 244 with a 634 OPS against lefties and also didn't hit for much power. For the first three months of the year, he had only four homers in 67 games, but it seemed like he finally got healthy in August because he looked like his usual self. He hit 311 uh, on base percentage, 351, slugged 500 with five homers and five doubles in 26 games in August, and then continued to mash in the playoffs, hit 381 with a homer in four straight games in the playoffs for Pensacola. And when healthy, Kirloff's ability to hit, hit for power is really second to few in the minor leagues. Those qualities certainly look major league ready, on the, even though he is 22 years old. He dominated spring training this year, hit 429, on base 455, 810 slugging percentage, two homers, two doubles in 10 games. Very small sample size. It is spring training, but you can just see that he's budding and he's ready to contribute to the major league club, and he showed that this spring. And in a small sample of 10 games again, but uh, nevertheless was an outstanding showing from Alex Kirloff after he returned from the birth of his daughter. And this will be his age 23 season. He was looking to spend most of his time at AAA Rochester as he was in uh, Pensacola last year. He's shown remarkable upside and should be an average defender in the outfield or at first base. And I think his debut in Minnesota is probably closer than we when we expect it to be, even with the outfield as, as loaded as it is up here. 
And then in 2018, we have to look at the upside of just the sheer upside that Kirilov shows. Hit 348 in 2018, 20 homers in 130 games between uh, low A and high A. Tied super prospect Vladimir Guerrero Jr. for the fourth most home runs in the minors and ranked fourth among players who played at least 100 games in OPS. He led the minors in hits, doubles, total bases, and ranked second in RBI, just one RBI short of the leader in Nate Lau. That's the upside we're looking at here for Kirilov. Keith Law recently ranked him as the number nine prospect in baseball. And Keith Law's not Keith Law's not a huge Twins lover. Uh, doesn't every fan base will tell you Keith Law hates their team? But he ranked Kirilov as the number nine prospect in baseball above Royce Lewis, who MLB Pipeline and kind of consensus has Royce Lewis as the number one prospect in the Twin system. But Kirilov's right there because of his incredible ability to hit. Showed that in 2018. Showed that in the second half last year, and then continued into spring training i think he's ready to join the twins soon new game day shirt boom cash back food for the tailgate boom cash back even buying around can earn you cash back when you use your debit card and yes we said debit card with discover cashback debit everyone can earn cash back on everyday purchases in sports it's hard to predict who's taking the win but you know what's guaranteed to win discover cashback debit did i mention there are no fees period this one is a real game changer check out transaction eligibility and terms at discover.com slash cashback debit discover bank member fdic do you hate stepping on the scale? Maybe it's because you haven't met the right one. A company called Withings produced the world's first smart scale, and they're still the best. In fact, Tom's guide-rated Withings Body Plus is the best overall smart scale in 2020. If you're looking to lose weight, willpower is key, but so is having the right tools. Withings smart scales are known for durability and an exceptional user-friendly design. Step on and data from every weigh-in syncs automatically to the free app for iOS and Android via Wi-Fi or Bluetooth. Lots of smart scales don't have the Wi-Fi option, and it means you need to have your phone on you. But Withings Body Plus gives weight, full body composition, weight trend, even a local weather report. The scale can support up to eight users and even know who is who. So here's the deal. You can get 25% off a Withings Body Plus scale right now at Withings.com for a very limited time. Go to Withings.com. That's W-I-T-H-I-N-G-S.com slash MLB to get 25% off your body plus body composition scale. That's W-I-T-H-I-N-G-S dot com slash MLB to get 25% off your body plus body composition scale. And that's before even knowing that Trevor Larnick is continuing his meteoric rise is my headline for him in the article tonight. Larnick won the national championship at Oregon State after hitting 348 with 19 homers, 19 doubles in 2018. The Twins loved it. They made him the 20th pick of the following draft. Hasn't missed a beat since. Nick Madrigal, his teammate at Oregon State, was picked third by the Chicago White Sox second baseman. Kind of a slap-hitting second baseman, similar to Luis Arise. I call him a poor man's Luis Arise. Uh, I'd rather have Trevor Larnick, and that's not just because I'm a Twins fan. This kid has been outstanding. He made his pre- professional debut shortly after that 2018 draft, hit 303 with a 890 OPS between Elizabethton and Cedar Rapids. The Twins have been rather aggressive with his ascension because he's a college bat. Uh, he seems like he's ready to move up quickly, and he certainly was. He started 2019 at high A in Fort Myers after only 24 games in Cedar Rapids, and that would not be the end of his climb. He hit 316, 382 on base, 459 slugging, in the very pitching-friendly Florida State League, the Twins deemed him ready for more after that. I certainly would, too. He joined top prospect uh, Royce Lewis and Alex Kirilov in Pensacola at A to finish the season, posted an identical OPS as he did in Fort Myers, 842. Outstanding. He was awarded the Twins Minor League Player of the Year, invited to Fort Myers, and, you know, you guessed it, continued to rake. He hit 333. 
467 on base, 708 slugging percentage with three home runs, walked five times, struck out just three times in 30 plate appearances. And yes, every strong quality has a negative externality. Larnack sprays the ball all over the field. Incredible ability to hit all over the field. If you watch his highlights at Oregon State, it doesn't matter where the pitch is thrown. Uh, it doesn't matter what pitch is thrown. He will send it somewhere for a hit and hit for a high average. But because of this, you know, it's been he's a knock on him has been that he does hasn't developed pull power just yet. He seemed to put that to rest absolutely this spring. He hit an absolute moonshot at Hammond Stadium against the Tampa Bay Rays on March sixth. And I think the power should develop. Larnack stands at six foot four, weighs two hundred and twenty five pounds. He's rested most doubts when they surface. I was at this game on March sixth where he hit that moonshot. It was a no doubter off the bat. Absolutely destroyed. Hit it almost to the highway in Fort Myers, like very close down the line, a couple feet from the foul pole, and it was just a, a monstrous shot. In general, when you look at the Twins' system, they their depth is certainly one of their strengths. Their outfield depth is probably their biggest strength in the system and on their big league club as well. But let's ask the question, who's the better prospect between Alex Kirloff and Trevor Larnack? Who has a higher upside? This has been asked, especially in spring training when both of them were hitting the way that they were, and Trevor Larnack especially was hitting the way he was while Kirloff was off with his newborn. It's not going to matter to me unless a trade opportunity pops up. So if you're using it in the scope of a trade possibility, then it's a good question, and I think it's one of the debate. But if I had it my way, I would probably want these two in my lineup in the near future for the next six-plus seasons. Uh, if the Twins were to pull the trigger on a blockbuster deal for a frontline starting pitcher, one could speculate that Larnick or Kirilov will be part of the package heading out. We all want to keep Larnick and Kirilov and go get a pitcher uh, potentially in free agency, Trevor Bauer, Marcus Stroman, James Paxton will be free agents next year. It's not the same type of class up top. But when you look at the class next year and compare it to this offseason, the Twins never had a shot at Garrett Cole or Steven Strasburg. And then the next level down was Zach Wheeler, Madison Bumgarner, and he and Jen Ryu. And the Twins really didn't have much interest in Bumgarner. Uh, didn't want to go to four years on Ryu. I don't blame him for that. And then uh, Zach Wheeler chose to go to Philly to be close to his uh, his fiance. But this class has similar pitchers in that, you know, in that tier. Trevor Bauer is on the same level as Zach Wheeler in my mind. Trevor Bauer has had a better career thus far than Zach Wheeler, and not against Max Kepler. But Trevor Bauer, Marcus Stroman, and James Paxson, uh, I think, are very good free agents for the Twins to go after next offseason. Uh, I'm sure I'll have much more on that in the upcoming weeks. If the season's canceled altogether, <laughs> we're going to start free agency talk very, very soon and also talk about how the how teams are going to spend money without any revenue stream this summer. Uh, but when you look at Larnick and Kirilov, I'd prefer to have them both in the lineup and then go get that starting pitcher in free agency. But if they had a trade deadline this year and the Twins had an opportunity to go get uh, that frontline starting pitcher and all it would take would be Larnick or Kirilov, uh, I think you do that if you believe that that pitcher can help you win a World Series or you have control over that pitcher for a handful of years. Now, it's very difficult to find. It would probably take Kirilov or Larnick plus more. And then at that point, I think the Twins just hang up the phone. So I don't see it as a super big possibility that one of these guys are traded. Yes, from a on the surface, they look expendable, one of them at least, because they're both corner outfield lefty bats. But how fun would it be to have Kirilov hitting third and Larnack hitting fifth in a lineup with Josh Donaldson in between at fourth? I was trying to put together the lineup for 2023. It's very difficult for guys that already have control into 2023. This is without any extensions, without any free agents, without anything. 
Uh, they have a lineup that looks like it's going to produce for many, many years. They have Mitch Garver, Luis Arise, Josh Donaldson, Jorge Polanco, Max Kepler, already locked up into 2023 and beyond. And then they have uh, Kirilov, Larnick, Royce Lewis coming up. So it, they just have this lineup that looks already super good from right now to 2023. Now, we don't know how Larnick and Kirilov are going to progress or how they're going to hit in the majors, but boy, does it look good, and I don't want to take away from that lineup. And I think the Twins, after signing Josh Donaldson to that big deal, trading for Kenta Maeda, have shown that they have an ability to get aggressive, and especially in free agency, to try to go get that starting pitcher and hopefully have a good summer again so starting pitchers want to come to Minnesota. And that was an issue in the offseason of maybe the pitchers don't want to come here. Josh Donaldson's now here, a proven superstar, an MVP winner, and he can help certainly in that pitch, especially to a guy like Marcus Stroman who he played with in Toronto. Don't forget about that link. Also, James Paxton, I think, is from Wisconsin and likes to ice fish. So, so uh, they're going to have some some links, hopefully, in the offseason of guys that will come up here. Also, after this year, Brad Hand has a club option for a lot of money. I think it's $15 million. Might be wrong there, but he's, uh, he's from Chaska, Minnesota, so maybe he can add him to an already really deep and strong bullpen. Brad Hand, one of the best closers in the game for the Cleveland Indians. Thank you for listening to the Lockdown Minnesota Twins podcast. It's my birthday tomorrow. Uh, shoot me a tweet or a DM if you want to at Nashwalker9. Also at the show at Lockdown Twins. Thanks for listening this week. Have a great day. Go Twinks and enjoy your weekend. Hey, Prime members. You can listen to this Lockdown podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.